Hello and welcome to an episode of The Central, a holiday episode of The Central. I am Farrell. We've missed you so, and I am joined tonight by Mike Johnson. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yourself? Oh, I'm doing all right. I sound like, I don't know if it's recording like this, but I sound like I'm in a well, so we'll see how this, we'll see how this goes. I'll just get real close. That sounds better. Ryan Dolan, how are you? Good. I have an apartment and a job. You had a job last time, I think, but you did not have an apartment. It's just important to remind myself where I am right now, <laughs> where I was a year ago. Got to celebrate the highlights. Yep. All right. And uh, Max Gannett. Max, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Oh, I boy. feel like I'm just uh, waiting for the impending flu that will be in my system, I'm sure, any minute. Everyone gotcha. around me in my life is sick. So Ryan Doling, having a cold me. beverage if you hear some ice clinking. <laughs> he likes to drink it right by the old... Uh, <laughs> By the old microphone. I just yeah. like how Max is like, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> it's winter. I'm just going to. Well, look, it's part of I our mean, people's way. Everyone gets sick. I'm I'm, I'm a little under the weather myself. Well, uh, you all should get your flu shot because it works because it's a vaccine. It's because science. Uh, all right. But this isn't a flu podcast. It's a baseball podcast. I'm and we've been on a break. about autism. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, boy. We've been on a break for a little bit uh, as the holidays are approaching. So I thought we'd do a check-in before we all disperse to our to our relatives' homes for tense conversations. <laughs> to get sick. Uh, yeah, to get sick. To get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. Um, since we last spoke, the Nationals have won the World Series. Huzzah! So, Huzzah! And uh, to give credit where credit's due, Max, uh, before the season, as a matter of fact, about this time last season, mm-hmm. said Nationals would play the Astros but did not pick a winner. And then to give Dolan credit, at the beginning of the World Series, Dolan went out on a limb and picked the Nationals yeah. in seven. So we have some uh, Nostradamus in here. Damn. Congratulations, fellas. I also predict that Max is going to get sick just because he's going to convince himself that he's going to get sick. Thank you. Thank Go. you for doing that to Max. Mm-hmm. All right. Done. So uh, last year in the in the rearview mirror, we're moving on next year, although we still have a little bit of business to take care of, Max. Yep. Got to get you in a Kyle Schwarber t-shirt. Sure. Got to get you behind the do main. I, I, do I need to go pick that up? Yeah. yeah I'll you go gotta, ahead. You got to go. You got to go pick that up. What is, go this, is this the home run thing? What was the contest again? Because I forget every Yellow time. Yelich hitting 50. Oh, okay. He would have got there if he yeah. didn't hit that yeah. ball off his knee and right, stick to it. But injury is part, part of it. Part of it. Part of it. I know. I'm not complaining. Okay. I'm not complaining at all. Yeah. But. You still haven't done it, though. All right. Well, I'm scared of it. I am without my computer as I lock myself out of the house. That's the kind of day I've had. So we're going to kind of just talk about what's interesting to us. Uh, so far in the the early parts of the of the off season, with some trades and uh, some pretty big free agent signings, uh, some huge money signings. So uh, I'll start with you, Mike. What's what's sticking out to you so far? I think uh, the big thing that really jumps out is the fact that you mentioned the big money. Like teams are paying for top end talent, <clears throat> and also the like one or two win players that like go for like you know five to ten million dollars. You know they're they're not really getting. Uh, they're happy to release them and pick up a player that's you know much cheaper and uh, equal. So it's like the rich are getting richer, and then just that low level talent or that's the average players. You know the right. average players are not going to be. Uh, there's a lot of them, a lot of average players, and they're not going to get uh, paid. Where do you think the cutoff is? Because Mustakas signed a four year contract. Yeah, I think um, they the Red saw that he can play multi positional. You know, so uh-huh. that changes things as opposed to him just being a lumbering third baseman actually being able to play a little second base and uh he can lumber anywhere yeah uh, so that <laughs> added it to it i mean he was always just getting that one year deal at about you know 10 million or so but mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the thing Plus, is finally got a reward. That 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 is a home run ballpark for so sure. He, his power plays well there, and this is uh, this year we have, there's a new rule where you ha- uh, every pitcher has to face a minimum of three batters. So it's going to be it means there's going to be less lefty and lefty, uh, righty and righty violence. Th- that's definitely going into effect. Uh, it, yes. Oh, yeah, great. and there is that one little uh, aspect to, of it, which is if you end the inning. So if I come in for right. one. One pitch or one, you know, whatever, and the inning's over. Then, then I'm you're not fine. Relegated yeah. to do that, you know, three batters. So you right. can bring him in to face a Moustakis, single lefty if it's the But if you don't, yeah. if you don't get him out, then you're I'm gonna in for have two to more. face yeah. at least yeah. two more or the end. Of the Shaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh no, no, Shaw's Shaw's still on the Brewers, or is he on yeah. the Brewers? Who I think would? he got non-tendered, I believe. Um, oh boy. Travis. But I think the other thing too is uh, how. If any team is worried about what they, the teams have done so far, you know, like any fan base, it's December, what, 16th or so, if I'm getting my dates right. As we and there is a podcast. lot of time left, you know, before yeah. April 1st yeah, or whenever day one is. still out there. Right. But a lot, of the, a lot of the big names have been signed. And I think it's yes. nice to have that done. I agree. Um, the last, was it the last two years it's been super slow or is it just last year? No, the last two years it's been slow. Mm-hmm. Um Garrett Cole with three twenty five, three twenty four, three twenty four, thirty six a year on average. Does that make the Yankees the? Do, does he make the Yankees the favorite in the American League? Yeah. My, you think so? I, I would say no, still. But the amount of money he's spanking, he should make them the favorites. With that bullpen and that lineup, I mean, I guess it depends on what happens to the Astros. Well, on, we already know the Astros lost Garrett Cole. Right. right, so like that immediate switch of just sure less Garrett Cole plus Garrett Cole. Yeah, to the that's Yankees. like a twelve game switch in terms of like five six games towards the Yankees, five six away from the Astros. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'd have a tough time being convinced that the Yankees are not on paper the favorite in the AL right now. Okay, just because look at the year they had last year, and they were decimated by injury almost right. all last year. You think if. Well, they can just eat their... these contracts. They just eat them. It's it. Uh, I don't need. I, it's yeah, hard for me not to either. get started on this. But this <laughs> everyone's time year, got money, though. No, everyone's, they don't. Yes, they do. Not they that, do have, not do you have that. budgets. Mm-hmm. Not yes. those. That you could. You're just not willing to pay the the percentage of the the payroll. Everyone can go to two fifty easy. Every everyone might could. not have the operating. budget. No way. Yes, could every team definitely. go to two hundred fifty million? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. They could easily. You don't think that? But that would require. That would require taking using personal funds because right because their their operating budget is not that high correct but that's, but the value of the team keeps going up for sure so you'd be eating into some of that value of your basically your profit so I think yeah you're looking at these these are businesses not like us trading tops cards these are mm-hmm. you know where we'd like do that so they're going to have a internal budget of the pirates going to be at seventy five eighty million you know you know that so sure. they're not going to spend thirty six on coal. Right, but you're but asking people could. to take a take a, a payday mortgage out. <laughs> well, whatever. they wouldn't have to though, is what I'm saying. Yes, they, they have would. that. They have that operating budget. They had that money available to them. As if you're a baseball owner, you've got that money. I I just I can't get behind that. I I think if you're uh, a base- Max is unfurling a graph. Well, <laughs> I, I, like if you're a baseball owner, yep, yeah, you mm-hmm. probably have the money. If they're paying those people that money, how much you think they're making? Yeah, but most of the people aren't paying these people this money. There's like seven teams that can compete in this range without having to take a f- personal hit 
And unfortunately, greed is the is just there for all the owners. Yeah, well, it's I not see. like the Yankees owners are going, well, we just like winning more, so we're going to make less personally. That's not what the Yankees have to I'm do. I'm not arguing that they're not making more money. I'm saying Everybody all teams could. could afford to spend on these players. Yeah, I agree that they could. I don't think to the same levels, but I think that I think that the the Rays and the Pirates and who else is is cheap? The the, the A's, mm-hmm. right? Those are teams that could make they could probably spend twice what they're spending and still be okay. But I don't think they could get to two twenty five or something like that unless they're unless they have an owner with deep pockets who doesn't care about taking an operating loss on, for a year. I don't know. The Yankees must make a kabillion dollars off the Yes Network, right? Yeah, that's so a, a very lucrative deal for them. Right. It's theirs, right? <laughs> so it's not even a deal. It's just theirs. They're, they're printing their own money. They're but also, they, I do agree they could absolutely yeah. spend more money. I think the Pirates are an abomination the way they spend money. Go ahead. Uh, why? Well, I had two, uh, two thoughts. One was that like everybody was like, wow, man, we really need to run our organization like the Rays. And that just means make, maximizing your profit by spending as little as uh, money as possible on players and using all your analytical guys that you're paying like – a hundred grand to, to just squeeze every dollar out of everything. Part of for that, sure. part of that is this crazy squeezing of minor league baseball for like pennies of what every team is worth. And secondly, um, I forgot my second point. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back to me though. Is it about Matheny? Because we go. I want to get to that. I know. So I knew. Yeah. I know you're going to get to that. I believe me. But the Rays also do a good job of. Look at the Tommy Pham deal. They saw. They saw a guy who was being undervalued by his current team. They traded some assets that they either had redundancy of or no no confidence in, and they got themselves. I mean, he's not a star, but he's like a three-win player, and they got him for nothing, and he was on a cheap contract. So they, they basically just took a guy the Cardinals were sick of, and now he's one of their core, and their core doesn't have a peak. It's just eight good players. And they, they traded him to the Padres? Did they? Yeah, and then he put trade into the Padres and got what for that? Um, uh, Renfro, the starting left fielder, uh, power hitter, strikes out a lot. And then also, <laughs> I want to say his name is Blake Edwards, if I remember correctly. Who Blake's no the, Blake Snell? Blake, <laughs> Blake Edwards is the writer of yeah, uh, Blake Snell. Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Blake, right? uh, Blake right? Snell, Didn't Edwards, he do ten, Bo, Derek, and ten or something. Yeah. So this is going to be a very great Dudley Moore reboot. <laughs> Sexy. You got to dig uh, him up, but yeah. Um, but Blake Snell had a. Uh, wonderful comments about the prospect they got back. Um, and I can't remember. I think if it wasn't something like Dick Watt, it was very close. <laughs> you didn't like him? Just the fact that they traded Fam for. Oh, for somebody. Yeah, for they get this minor leaguer. They, it was, um, oh man, I wish I could remember the, the actual phrasing of it, but it was trending on Twitter like almost immediately. <laughs> it hasn't worked out for the A's in the greater scheme. They haven't won any world championships, but the fact that every two years they bubble back up yeah. and win the West. They're yeah. amazing. It's pretty fucking They're great. as hot a team in baseball since like yeah. June 1st as any, any other team. Right, but then they didn't do anything in the playoffs, right? Which is kind of a, a little bit of a crapshoot. It is. I, yeah, You get there is. and you hope something good happens. Right. If you have five games in that first round. Oh, my, se- my second point was that they've just negotiated this in December, like a week or two ago. Every major league team is now going to be able to sell local st- streaming rights, which means another means that the Royals don't have to just be beholden to Fox, Fox uh, Sports or whoever, Liberty, whatever, the, the Christian network bought Fox Sports. <laughs> but uh, they can now sell their the local. The Christians wouldn't be behind that name. I'll tell you that right now. Liberty? <laughs> nope. 
But fuck sports. <laughs> but fuck sports? What? Okay. I didn't say that. Wow. Uh, you totally did. Well, no, I didn't. They said fuck sports. Fuck oh, sports. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to you, and that's what I heard. So I'm uh, going to take a nap. Be back in 10. No, it means the, the Royals can sell their rights to Amazon, and Amazon can stream, or YouTube. Right. And so there's another uh, way to stream, and they and hopefully it'll get rid of, rid of a lot of the blackout uh, streaming blackouts. Like if you're in Iowa and you can't watch a team 500 miles away because of whatever stupid MLB rights are. Mm. All right. Well, let's. We've brought up the Royals. Let's talk about them. How are you feeling? I, I feel you have a leader of men leading your men. I uh, feel great because we have a new owner, and even if in the short term, um, he's made his first choice was a poor one. <laughs> <laughs> he well, I mean, the, I've somebody well, you know one of the national guys said like usually new owners don't make a regime change in the first year, which makes sense, even though this guy was co-owner of the Indians. Like to say you're going to get rid of. Dayton on your on day one, it's like, well, how many guys are going to resign then in your scouting and coaching because they were bought in as Dayton guys? So that's like, fair. Uh, you're gonna you, you would then suddenly you would it would take you like three to five years just to rebuild your staff rather than just go with the the GM that's there. Um, he's you know he he's made he made Dayton uh, explain why he wanted to hire Matheny and laid out this plan and us also plan for the future so it's like great okay you're already here you've won a world series let's we'll see what your next three to five years are like and then if i want to make a change i'll make a change so uh, you know for Matheny uh, and dayton they've been embracing the uh the advanced metrics and uh stuff a, a lot more in the last year or two i think um sherman uh, was really ex- um impressed with the indian sort of the psychological stuff that, um and cognitive training they're doing with players, and he's made the Royals um, already start to uh, include that. And then Matheny also has been taking like, I mean, it sounds funny, but he took like an online sabermetrics oh boy course to get caught up on at uh, the community college. <laughs> he had like an on, you know Phoenix, I think it's the University of Phoenix. Okay, great. And uh, you know he's talking about hard hit rate, and uh, he's talking up uh, you know guys that like Brian. Um, O'Hearn, who, uh, you know, we keep talking about, like, he might be our first base from the future, and then we bring in, like, Bill Buckner, the modern-day version of some veteran who sucks, rather than... Uh, Brett s- Butler? Bill Butler. Isn't that his name? Was, who yeah. was your big fatty Bill fat? Buckner. Oh, Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner. No. You're just saying Bean. Billy names. Butler, right? Yeah, Billy, oh, Billy Butler. Butler. Yeah. But we got him as... He was a good young, good young here. I'm talking about... Uh, yeah, old, Bill Buckner, old man. who, old like, you down. know, we, we had for, like, his last year of his career, which we've done... F- Chronic. Well, I'll give Matheny a chance to prove he's grown, but he was definitely a guy who left a, a, a pitcher in too long because he wanted to help him get a win. That's the stuff he was doing. Yeah, I mean, Yost did that all the time, too. I mean, I, you know, all he can do at this point, now that he's hired and everything, is to, like, you know, he had a great first press conference, says all the right things, and so now it's just like, you know. Yeah, it's like right, wait and see. Yeah, you have to wait and see. It's like no, no reason to be have they done any? Have they made any additions? No, I mean they're not gonna. They're, it's more about like are, are they uh, open to trading some of their veterans to to get some more prospects? Are they? I think Sherman, uh, his th- sort of overall theory and sort of his first interviews has been like he's more along that lines of like he would have sold Hosmer and Mustakas and Kane a year earlier than what they did. But um, you know, again, it's um, 
it's sort of him and more kind of finding common ground about, uh, I think, how they proceed, and we'll see how it goes. Is your left fielder coming back for last year? Alex Gordon, He, yeah. I think he is coming back for last year. Uh, has last he signed, year. or is he just kind of one of those gentlemen's agreements? I think they're talking to the agent about his agent about um, the. it'll be like two to four million bucks or something like that. All right. I'm, I'm excited about that. I mean, it's like we have nobody else really tearing it up, so why not? If it's not that much money. I mean, it was only a problem when it was $20 million. Yeah, yeah. And I think the buyout was four, so it's going to be around the buyout, maybe a year, million more. Max, how are you feeling about the White Sox? They got, they got themselves a catcher. That yeah, was a big signing. I about $75 million or so? Um, Somewhere around there. I thought like it was pretty Four for 73 for or what his yeah, market value. Who did they get? Yasmani Grandal. Oh, I think that's a great pickup for... I think it's great pickup for the White Sox. Um, he he puts some loft on the ball too, so he'll hit some more runs for you on the south side. He should not. I mean, he's not necessarily moving from like a pitcher's park in Milwaukee. I think White Sox but, might be a little bit even friendlier than than Miller. I'm not sure on that. I, it's close, but either way, right. it's not a bad stadium to hit in. Right. Um, I feel like the Reds and the White Sox both have like the smallest parks ever. That's Reds, not true. Uh, I mean, Wrigley's smaller. Than Sox Park. Okay, I mean that's a home run, a home run fest too. Um, on the right day, yeah. yeah. Uh, if I've learned anything by listening to Cubs games on the radio, it's this: the ballpark is two different ballparks, <laughs> depending on if the wind's blowing in or the wind's blowing out. Does that check, Mike Johnson? I can back that up. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, yeah, do you think that Yasmani bringing him in is a is a signal that they want to start thinking about maybe potentially competing for, like, do you think that they're ready? To make a push for a wild card or whatnot, and who not even knows? Maybe the division, seeing as what division it is. I, I don't. I absolutely think they have to be ready this year. I mean, the it's the it's been the most winnable division in baseball. It's as of like yesterday with Kluber going to Texas for a good reliever and Delino to Shields Jr. Um, which yeah, is salary relief. To, salary relief. Yeah. That it became even more of a winnable division once they get all their starting pitching back healthy. Um, which, and are they getting them all back? Well, Kopech should be up. He should be ready. Ready, and uh, Rodon should be what mid. When did he go down? So it's usually like a year after he went down. He went down in like August or earlier June. I don't know. I could look it up. Um, but so you can't count on him. No, but not. I mean, the back half of the year you should be able to. Uh, plug them in. It, Can we talk about all the guys that they outbid people for, and then they refuse to come? Are you just talking about Wheeler? Oh, I thought of Garrett. Didn't they give Garrett Cole? They offer a million more, and then there's like, no chance. That there's the White no Sox. chance. Three hundred million dollars. Three hundred and twenty-five million dollars from the White Sox. Machado had. I think it was similar. They were like doing deferred money, but I mean, I guess but, the good thing is they're in the running for those guys, and they're yeah. they're making the place for it. And if the guys are choosing elsewhere, that's like can't really them if it's like i want to be close to my family or like bumgarner i want to be by my horses <laughs> you know right like, yeah how can you <laughs> but not ride them just just pet them <laughs> yeah. if he rides them he, there goes that shoulder yeah um, his his contract seemed a little low 84 I mean, million I, even though i think it's too much it seemed a little low <laughs> he's a year younger than strasburg he's 30. right but he's got so many miles on that yeah. arm yeah so many miles on that arm all right back to the white Sox. yeah i mean so they got themselves a catcher and now they, and the, they're gonna let Ivan nova walk right <laughs> Are they going to kick him and hit him with a cattle prod, make him leave? I've, is he still on the White Sox? Wasn't he on the White Sox last year? Well, he definitely year? was last year. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah. there's I, So so you're hoping Kopech, I think you... I think it, it, it once again, like most rebuilds go, it's going to come down to how good can the players 
that they are building around become. You know, like I think that's the, really the backbone of most. Right. Uh, the look at the Astros, the Cubs, any other team that's kind of gone from nothing. You have Chris Bryant, who becomes Chris Bryant, wins the MVP. You got to have that to have the Cubs be what they are. You have so George bats, Springer right? and Altuve become what they are. So mm-hmm. if Aloy and Mankata and Madrigal can come up and be a player, and they also made that trade for Nomar Mazzara, which on the surface of it, I think is kind of like a, okay, middling bat. You get a left, a left-handed bat in right field. I, I think there's a lot of hidden potential in Nomar Mazzara. Uh, when he first came up, he's only 24 now when he's in his like last year of arbitration. So he's been in the bigs a minute. And when he came up, he was, had a lot of potential and a lot of kind of hype around him. And it just hasn't panned out. But I think we have a long track record in baseball of players not really putting it all together at the plate until they hit 25, 26. So if they can catch lightning in a bottle and maybe trade for this guy at the right time, um, maybe lock him up on a, I I would assume if if he's, you know, panning out in any way, they'll try to sign him to maybe like a four or five year deal past his arbitration date. And then if he gets good, you have a either a good value bat in right or a really good trade chip a la uh, Quintana. Kind of the way he came up wasn't everything, got good. They signed him to a really good team-friendly deal, and then he turned into Aloy Jimenez. So <laughs> where's, where's, uh, where's Robert? Is he coming up? Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah, he's... He's one be, of the biggest bats also. But is he going to be up next year, do you think? What is the deal with him? Did they? I forget if they signed him to any sort of deal yet. I could look. I think so. Yeah, he should be up. Um, he was at AAA, right? Yeah, he was close. Uh, so he should be up sometime after, after that I would assume day. after the start of the year unless they have <laughs> – um, they may have signed him to a, like some extension, but I can't recall off the top of my head. Um, MLB but, says ETA 2020. Yeah, so they know. Even if they play with the clock, then it's it's yeah. June or thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah. And if they're not in contention, they can still have them, you know, go down and uh, do well at AAA to taste success and then come up. You know, they'll probably do that just to control service time. Yeah, is Man, there that guy, that guy tore it up last year? Oh, he mm-hmm. looks phenomenal. So you're getting back Kopech. I'm trying to think about because last year the rotation was the biggest problem. Yes. Yes. So they get back Kopech. Who who do they add that to? They, you know. Well, who's who's they're... the top of their rotation? <laughs> uh, let's look what they've got. Rodon's hurt. Now. You said right. Uh, <laughs> Still, uh, Lucas Giolito. I'm Giolito. I'm having a tough time having guessing Maybe. what his yeah. talent level he is. He might be a bag of beans. You don't know yet. And he might be a Cy Young contender. I'm. If I had to put money down, it's going to be closer to that bag of beans. Okay. Um, let's see what the White Sox projected. Uh, we got uh, who they had last year. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez was was. Oh yeah, Ronaldo Lopez. You know, Ronaldo Lopez. I think if he becomes like a fourth starter in a rotation, that's an awesome fourth starter. If you're looking at him as you're like your number two or got to be like a, a losing streak stopper, mm-hmm. not the guy you want. But if all of a sudden his role on the team is to be back end of the rotation, he he's got a lot of value. Um, he showed some really good sparks at the end of the year against, uh, I want to say, like, not the Astros, but another really good hitting team. Maybe Boston had, like, 10 strikes. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 
So it's good. to me, it feels like it's a little thin, but there's talent there. Yes, for sure. And I think if they get a like a middle of the rotation guy, you know, someone a like James Shields, the like, yeah. If you get, <laughs> I mean, if they get their hands on a guy like as confident as James Shields, uh, yeah. But no, more of like like Dallas Keuchel comes to mind, where he, you probably any rotation he'd slide in as like maybe a good three or so somewhere in there, hopefully. And then you just get a guy who can eat innings consistently, so you don't like run through the bullpen if they have any problems with the rotation. And if they do well, then you package some of those prospects you got for a really good starter that mm-hmm. can help put you over, or you look to next year to sign another one. So it's like, you yeah, know, play the play the long game with this as well. Yeah. All right. Well, let's and, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I, and also, I just want to say, like, I can't, uh, uh, like, I definitely cannot get mad at their attempts at spending. I, I think they've done great at giving it a shot. And despite what some others in the room might believe about ability to, I just could never expect the White Sox to be able to pay $35 million for uh, a year to a top-end starter. For a pitcher, yeah. For, for anyone. Because if that misses, you're sunk for a decade. If you're the Yankees and it misses, you can go back out and try again. It's a different. But right. the small market Chicago White Sox. <laughs> It's are, true. They are kind of. Uh, they are right. a small, small right. market team. They're Let's in a big up. city, but there's two cities in this yeah, city. Yep. Yeah. Depending on the way the weather works, <laughs> there's two cities <laughs> in this city. Uh, let's talk about the Indians before we move over to the NL. Uh, are the Indians, uh, they they tearing it down? Because uh, now Bauer's gone. We talked about the trade of Kluber. He was traded for basically salary relief. I hear the Dodgers are in pretty hard on Lindor. Yeah. I f- I th- you figure if they trade Lindor, they're they're shutting it down. Well, you could get a lot in return for Lindor. Well, what are they going to get back? I don't know. The Dodgers got a lot of pieces. Oh, Jock Dodgers. Peterson. The Dodgers. Uh, the Dodgers I mean, I trust Dodgers. I trust the Indians to do well as far as getting value for value. Yeah. But it feels like a reset as to trying to win, trying to compete this year. Well, I mean, the thing is, like their division. I mean, the Twins are good, but you know. They're not awesome. So, and what they were only, th- I mean, they traded Kluber. And the Twins haven't added anybody, Kluber right? Had like, Kluber was gone no. for after May. He broke his arm in May and when was never able to come back. He had an oblique in his rehab. So he wasn't even there. And they were three games away. Um, yeah, but Lindor's, to me, he's the heart of the team. I mean, he's the best player on that no, team. No, I mean, he's one of the best players, but it depends what you can get from the Dodgers. I mean, they're talking about their number one. Uh, Couple of, basically one or two of the uh, prospects that the Pirates couldn't get for the guy that got the throw in jail. And where would they put Seager? Where do you put Seager? He could probably move to third. He's like, I think then, it's one of those you things. Move the redhead to first base. Yeah, yeah. You God put damn the Dodgers. You put Lindor wherever you want. Like you, you, any team that picks him up, like you just put him at shortstop and you yeah. find a spot for somebody else. Plus, Seager's been so, hurt so yeah. bad. I mean, you would take him out of the... Sh- I think you'd probably take him out of shortstop, let Lundor play shortstop. And- the Twins were in on... They're in on, J- on Josh Donaldson. I remember reading that. And they were interested in... Oh, who was it? It might have been the lefty from the Do- from the Giants um, that we just talked about. Bumgarner? Bumgarner. But they didn't, they didn't get him. Interesting. I just... I don't know. You trade Lindor, I feel like you're saying. Unless it's for... Unless it's for Corey Seager, you know? Well, I think you're going to get something like that back. Like you're going to get a basically a, a major league starter and probably a guy with upside because it's Francisco Lindor. He's gonna, it's two years of him. Yeah, but I mean, it's also like if you, you're looking to win the World Series, that's the guy 
you get, you know. I'd love to have him. Oh, the switch yeah. hitter? Oh, my God. I'd love to have him. Yeah, he's like, great. Just put, like, put him in the Cardinals lineup. Like, imagine that. Who would you give up for that? Oh man, they could have they could have Matt Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like the if it was the package comparable for Goldschmidt was on a free like one year remaining, right? And that was Weaver. That was Weaver and the catcher and Kelly, right? Kelly and then a guy named Zach Gallen. No, Zach no. Gallen went to Miami. There was another guy though. Yeah. There was another guy. But it was mostly Weaver who's had arm trouble and uh and uh what I think's a a uh is going to be a catcher for the next ten years for them. Mm-hmm. So they got a they got good value. Well, I mean the Dodgers' top prospect Lindor is so much better than Goldschmidt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they got another year, so it's like you're going to get something good back. He's younger, two he's major leaguers. Yeah, uh. the the Dodgers' top prospects with the second best prospect in baseball and went the uh, what your guy is the third best prospect, the White Sox guy, Lou Bob Robert. Yeah, so Gavin Lux, their first guy last year, hit three ninety two at Triple A. <laughs> yeah, he was ridiculous, and 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 had OPS of one point one nine seven. Uh, so he's pretty awesome, and he's a lefty. He plays second and uh, short. And then they're also talking about uh, him and maybe May. And May's a, oh, a the pitcher. Like zero chance they would make that to do both of them. Yeah, because they those both guys are very high upside. Well, I mean, for Lindor, you're going to have to give up one of those two guys. Oh, I'm, it's probably like eight, one of those guys, and maybe throw in something a little a Jock Peterson. Yeah, you know, if I'm the Indians, one of my 14 center fielders. Go ahead. <laughs> I. I, I I when I it, I was early in the off season thinking how ridiculous it is to trade Lindor because just it's so rare to get a player of that talent. Were you like lying down, staring at the ceiling, and just being like, "Lights off." Yeah. It's tough to tell if it's the ceiling or the wall. Yeah. Um, but the more I think about it, if I were the Indians, I definitely trade him for all I can get right now. It's all it takes is a sprained knee, a a rough first start. God knows what it, his value can't get higher than it is right mm-hmm. now for the next two years. So if you want to, if I mean, it's not what fans are going to want, but if you want sustained success to not drop to the bottom of everything, you got to flip players at the height of their value before they walk, and they're never going to be able to resign him at the money he's going to demand. He's going to get three hundred plus. They could. They could. Yeah, I was going to say with Mike Johnson, they could. All right. I knew it would come up again. I just I pulled up Forbes' revenue list for all of baseball okay. over the last- Oh, boy. Uh, well- All right. Think about that for a minute. Think about what? That, what are you going to say? Go ahead. I was going to say talk about it, but I said think about it. Go ahead and talk. Uh, the amount of teams- Does that with, include revenue sharing? Does it include all of it? Does it include- All revenue. Include Hot revenue dog sharing. sales. And revenue sharing, if you look it up, is such a myth that it's like, oh, well, the now everyone benefits. has money. It's like 2% goes to the bottom teams and they don't have any revenue to share so that they don't – it doesn't come back to uh, – uh, um, but the – you look at the Indians, what their total revenue was last year, $282 million. Okay. The Dodgers – That includes everything. Yeah. $550 million. Yankees, $668 million. Boston Red Sox, $516 million. You look at the- But they're not spending $500 million on their payroll. They're, they're, the they're ta- luxury tax is $200 million, so they don't pay more than $200 million. So you So st- everybody can what? pay up to the, the luxury well, tax. The, they're, what are you selling, about? they're spending four, 40% of their revenues on, on talent. So like, what's the Pirates? The, you go down to the, uh, the, the Pirates, $254 million. Right, and what what percent are they spending forty percent of that? 
they're under a hundred million. But right. percentage well, be, is. I get it. We're I think we're we're agreeing here. But I'm saying yes. One year they they brought in two hundred fifty four, but also there are other years as well. They're not just like breaking even every year. They got. Sure, they have money. In the they bank. have cash. They have. They can make these deals if they wanted to. But for some, t- for some teams, it is their it's family be, business. It's not just a thing that doesn't need to make money. Sure, for and it's going to be. It'll be harder for other teams than to do so. But each team can do that. Yeah, if they want to. Uh, yeah, they, they can. Not sustainably forever. Again, yeah. my thing is like, <laughs> okay, if I'm at a gamble, if I'm playing poker with all you guys, and it's like, hey, the, this this uh, hand, we got to all put in a hundred bucks. And two years sitting there with three thousand bucks, and I'm sitting there with two hundred bucks. For me, it's yeah. Everyone has the hundred bucks to put into the middle. Sure, yeah, but if hurt. <laughs> I put that hundred bucks in and lose the hand, now I can only do one more of those or none. And if the other people lose that hand, they go, okay, let's try again. Let's try again. But if each hand is a year, you still you still have a hundred to two hundred million dollars in revenue every year that you get. And plus the the, fran- the tell that the, to the angels the with the Albert Pujols every single year they have this other huge thirty yeah, million dollars they got to pay the, out it, and it kept them from signing Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon to hundreds of billions of dollars a year. It's really it's really sunk that <laughs> franchise. How do they even? How do they? They must have like sold their extra cars yeah, to like be Mar- able to pay two hundred eighty three million dollars to Anthony Rendon. I don't well, know how much high- money Artie Moreno has, but he clearly has enough money that it doesn't matter to him. The yeah, Angels and- are in the top ten of revenue. <laughs> Anyway, they're in Los Angeles. They're right. just like the White Sox are in Chicago. <laughs> All right, let's move on. So let's go to the, the White Sox revenue was two seventy two. I looked it up. Let's go to NL. Let's lower. go to NL. Let's go to the NL. All right. So uh, give me White Sox versus Cubs. Cubs four fifty. What's Cubs? Oh, the Cubs. Yeah, the the Cubs are at yep four fifty two okay. as opposed to the White Sox. Pretty good guess. Okay, that's really good. All right, so let's talk about. Uh, not a lot going on. Cubs don't have any money to spend. The Cardinals haven't done anything. Budget. Like everyone they, else does. The Cardinals resigned. Someone's getting a phone call. Uh, the, Cardinals the Cubs are spending money. They're already at $182 million for 2020. Sure. But okay. they are, and they are looking to move some move of that. salary. So, but they, they don't want to pay luxury tax, and that's that's their prerogative. Um, so, I, let, let's talk about... What's happened? So the why is why why is that? <laughs> no, why don't why, why don't teams want to pay luxury tax? Is it because like uh, there's like draft 50, penalties um, and then fifty cents on the then, dollar? Yeah, you pay, money pay one and a half or something more than that per dollar over. So there's draft penalties too. Yeah, if you stay over it too, yeah, you lose you lose international signing bonus money, right? Yeah, there's there's actual um, baseball operations penalties that occur. Who agreed it. to this horse crap? The Major <laughs> League Baseball Players Association the, thought the, this was great for like the, their bottom right. line. So, so let's like... talk real quick about the. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so uh, we'll just kind of go through the list. Uh, the, the Cardinals haven't done anything, um, and I don't expect them to do anything. Uh, they they resigned Wainwright. Looks like they're going to let uh, Marcelo Zuna sign other way, uh, uh, elsewhere. Uh, so I think they're just hoping that they get internal. Uh, Are they hoping for a regression from their bad hitting to be better? Yeah, well, they're hoping for a rebound. They think that they think that Goldsmith will be better than he was. He was sure. still, he was okay. They think Matt Carpenter can't possibly be as bad as he was. <laughs> He's old though. He is old. He he may be done. Um, and I think they they're I think they're writing a big check on Dylan, Dylan Carlson's back that they think he's going to be there. Starting center, uh, starting left fielder or right fielder for the entire season. I think they'd like to move Dexter Fowler, but I don't think it's going to happen. So they might, they might end up picking up. I picture them picking up an arm 
and it's going to be an un un uninspiring arm. <laughs> so, uh, what about the Brewers? The Brewers have now lost Mustakis, and who else did they just well, lose? Grandal. Are they talking about trading Hater to the Yankees? Yeah, and they like non tendered and jumped dumped a whole, whole bunch of folks. I think they had like thirty players on their forty man after <laughs> like the recent transactions. Um, so I think they're going to play the fringes and just start. Right, picking up you know basically value free agents or they're playing guys their hand they in Reno. But I mean, Braun's getting old in a hurry. Kane's getting old in a hurry. Ugh. It feels like a cliff's coming for the Brewers. But I say that I say that every yeah, I know. year, every year, and they <laughs> they do this thing, yeah. Um, because I think they're they're also getting rid of the guys like Eric Thames is the one. Is that how you say his name? Thames. Thames. Yeah. Thames. Um, Thames. Thames. It is Thames. Yes. Oh. Where it's like. He's a he's a good player. Should probably will be on a major league roster. But if he's going to make six million dollars, they're going to get a guy who can do very close to that for one point one. Right? Didn't they lose a guy like that, Andujar? Wasn't he that guy? Didn't he? Isn't he gone? Big boy? Maybe. Oh, the um, he's with the Tampa now. I know you talk Aguiar. Yeah, Aguiar. Sorry, that might be true. But I'm I'm with you, Mike. On it's like that's a type that is kind of findable, Mm -hmm. repeatable because there's there's, so many like there's probably a couple in Korea. Exactly. Yeah. That's somebody the Cardinals are looking at. Some pitcher that the Cubs are looking at too. Yeah, there's a lefty that some like thirty four year old. Yeah, or 30, 32, 34 yeah. year old, something like that. Uh, Aaron Alther, Danny. Uh, you should watch to see if Danny Duffy gets moved later in the uh, towards spring training because after all, these... I've got a Google alert on Danny Duffy. But <laughs> <laughs> it's about pornography. Yeah, mine's, about... yeah. <laughs> Mine, yeah, mine's Danny Duffy. Danny Duffy felony. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he's owed like twenty million dollars for two years. He won't give you two hundred innings, but he'll give you like one hundred and fifty uh, good, you know, five to six inning starting pitcher. One thirty is like the threshold now. If you can throw like one hundred and twenty five, hundred thirty innings, like are decent, <clears throat> and they're just gonna throw you out, you know, with five yeah, other pitchers. I mean, he's that a, day. he financially he's a deal for uh, uh, a team that needs a fourth, third, fourth, fifth pitcher. I wouldn't despise it as the White Sox fifth. Starter, no, but. I probably would despise I mean, whatever they had to trade. He's way better than that. James Shields during his White, White Sox year. I can't remember who the who did the Pirates hire as their manager. I don't remember Ben Charrington they hired as their GM. That which is right. a huge one. Um, it was a very I can't remember the gentleman's name, but it was very highly praised amongst like baseball insiders. Okay, Derek Shelton. Yeah. Derek Shelton. Go. Dad doesn't even ring a bell. I must not have heard that. I like he was a Rangers guy, wasn't he? Uh, anyways, probably. Anyway. So let's talk about the Cubs. It, to me, it's the most interesting team as far as offseason moves. Oh, he's a Saluki. Sorry, keep going. A uh, Saluki. Very good for him. Uh, do you think uh, you think they're going to move one of these guys? There was a uh, – the Athletic had one of their the, – the beat writers for the Cubs were doing a Q&A today. And that was the thing that they kept on saying. Like, they can't put a probability on it, but it really does seem likely. And up until a few weeks ago, they thought Contreras would be the one that was, like, most likely to be moved. And based on recent discussions and what they're hearing from other people, they're like, now we think it's Bryant's more likely to be moved because he'll likely be having two more years of like he's not going to lose. The Cubs will not lose that case of that he filed. Against they don't them. think they're going to lose that. No. It, they're saying it's likely that the Cubs will win that. So he's got two years left, and this is the time to move him. And then I think the Cubs, the word is that they're hearing the value that people would send back is a little higher than they were. Anticipating, so oh, okay. They got to well, wait I mean, for some free agents to sign, and then they can do it. That's um. I gotta say, I'm a little shocked that the Chris Bryant would be moved off the Cubs. I mean, mm-hmm. just the thought of it doesn't make sense to me. 
But I guess they just decide you can't keep running out the same eight guys three years in a row. Yeah. Get the same results. Right. And do you want to get hand David Ross the exact same team as Madden had as well? So if you brought him in to change things and you've said you're going to make changes. So if they don't do something, I'd be surprised now just because how adamant they've been about we're going to do something different. And one of the – I would say one of the big – I'd say there's a big four if you count Contreras, right? So one of those four because they're not going to move Rizzo, right? He's too cheap. Yeah, I think he – but also I think he's in the position of where he, that's not a great get for people. Really? You know, he's an okay he's first, first baseman. baseman? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, seven man. years, forty-one million dollars. That is very cheap. Yeah. Um, oh, he's been criminally underpaid. Yeah, I would take Rizzo. You'd oh take yeah, Rizzo over Bryant. Oh, I would yeah, take. See, I, I, think I take. I take Baez know. first. Then no. I take Bryant. Bryant. Then I take Rizzo. Then I take Contreras because I just don't like Contreras. Oh, the Cubs have so but many like, players. Saying, are so good. I'm just trying to take off. Take Schwar- To me, Schwarber's not a big move. If they move Schwarber, it'd be just a guy they moved. A guy with a big name, but I don't. Yeah. think Yeah, and I think you you lose a, like. They'd be losing a little bit of payroll, but not the larger yeah. amounts they're going to have to pay. So. I mean, they're definitely moving Schwarber. Schwarber is gone. I, I mean, he is. I, I mean, like the rumors are so the rumors are so crazy right now for Schwarber. I mean, first he was going to the Royals, now he's going to the Yankees. I mean, like, but he's not gone yet. There's too yeah. much smoke. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think it's not surprising at all that I think he's gone. It's more about so, whether they're going to keep going with Bryant. So let's guess that they move Bryant. Um, so they move Bryant, and who's their third baseman? I think they're. Uh, Options are um, Hap and Bodie are like the okay. in-house ones. They're likely going to get something in return, so maybe that would be one of the <laughs> the players to you know uh, to fill in there. But I think they're probably looking for controllable arms because I think that's the Nolan big Arenado. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Well, I've heard his name going yeah, too because name's, yeah, his name's up there. One um, year after signing that extension, yeah. Why, do you, why would you trade Brian for Arenado? I, I mean, it's it's changing I, something. Yeah, I think it also there's. Um, Cost certainty as well. They know that after two years that Bryant's gone. Mm, yeah. But also, if I know how much I'm going to spend or those things, having controllable years is probably. But obviously, you want them much cheaper than Arenado. I can find myself understanding all the reasons to trade Chris Bryant, but at the end of the day, if, yeah. if I'm the Cubs, I'm like, but he's Chris Bryant. Like this is what you pray a player turns into, and you have it. And then, but that was the Francisco Lindor's in the same boat. Where different it's like, ball. It's a different sport if you have all the money to spend and you don't. Like, if you think you can sign Brian at the end or be like, yeah, but we'll just go spend the money on some other third baseman, okay. then you go do back that. to the value aspect right. of it. So let's the highest value. Let's go ahead and go ahead. That's true. That's I think true. Arenado is, I mean, I think the Cubs have to be worried about Brian's health long term. And also, just looking at their defensive uh, metrics, I mean, Arenado's a better defensive. And Aaron's an all-time great defender. Yeah, yeah. And Bryant, Bryant is not a good defender. It never has been. I was, just, I just brought him up because I knew he was on the trade block. They're not going to get Arenado for Christmas. No, that, that wouldn't be, make sense. That would but, defeat the purpose. But let's say, let's just go down that rabbit hole and say the Cubs move Bryant and don't, and his replacement doesn't come back. They get, they get almost MLB ready prospects for him. Maybe a middle of the rotation starter and then one position player. Let's just guess that. Mm-hmm. How are the Cubs making themselves better with the money they're saving up from not paying Bryant? Like, do they go and get a Keuchel? Does Keuchel really help them that much, or is he just a redundancy on Lester? Like, what are they going to do to win? Yeah, yeah. So I think there's the the short term look of it, where it probably they may take a, a step back this year, and that could be expected. But the mm, thank you very much. I think the <laughs> uh, keeping the window open is what they keep on saying. They have a lot of contracts that are done at after 2021 so you have two years and that can they 
move those around where so if I get rid of a Bryant, can I now get guys back that'll be around through twenty twenty four? You know, and they maybe one of them will, or two of them will be good. You know, kind of thing, and it's. What the Indians do well, what the Brewers do well, it's just like that they get guys that come in that right. like, why would they trade Kluber? And then the reliever they get back is probably gonna be like their closer yeah. in two months. You know, okay. But though the Cubs the, haven't their bullpen been bad for four years or three no, years. No, they uh, they had one that was it was struggling last year. The year before, it was the thing that saved them because the starting was doing terribly. Yeah, last year the it's recency bias. Last yeah. year they were rough. They had they had they a were rough go. Hurt. I feel like every day it was like another. But even cover. when they weren't hurt, it was yeah. it was there was some yeah some definite <laughs> tire fire situations. The other the issue with the uh, window on the Cubs is like I mean they don't they still don't have a good farm team, right? I mean their their system still isn't great. No, it's all lower level stuff, and no yeah. one that's like popping out. Well, yeah. that's why they need to do that. Oh, that makes you know, sense. I guess you want to bridge, so you don't want to fall off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. But I, do you think Cubs fans would are okay with the Cubs winning eighty three games? Well, they were mad when they won ninety five. So right, yeah. <laughs> um, if it doesn't come with the uh, guaranteed World Series, you uh, know, all this to me looks like it'd be the smarter move for the Cubs to walk into the season with Chris Bryant, with the full knowledge. If if we're not in position to really. Like, hey, yeah, we're one of the best teams again. We need to pick up a guy and become World Series. We keep him. Or midseason, you do what the Yankees did with Chapman. You trade him. You pick up all the young prospects. And then, great, we'll try to re-sign him again in two years. And then just get him back. I guess you put him um, on the block and see what the value is. And if anybody blows you away, you trade him. Yeah, midseason, if you're like, hey, we're kind of middling. Yeah, let's flip. Take a step back. Because I just still think the Cubs have so much talent that they could not easily, but I mean, I could easily see them winning the division. But I t- right? we talked about this la- la- of a few podcasts ago, so several months ago. <laughs> that yeah. the difference between moving somebody at the deadline versus moving them in the winter is everybody thinks they're a contender in the winter. Sure, Everybody's open to needing a good player, whereas how many teams who are have a chance to win the win something are going to need a third baseman in July yeah, maybe two or three the pitcher the yeah. pitchers are a much hotter market in the summer than the position players and plus it's easier to like okay this guy's going to play here this guy's going to play there unless you have a major injury then you usually don't have a, a big position need or you're not really to well, I'll to, give them credit if they do that it's a big turning of the page cuz that's like putting 2016 behind us we're going to well, start to do something else fire their manager behind you they didn't fire him. He just moved away. He was away. a free agent. He, he, he went on his own Free way. agent. They had a vice celebration. It was... How did the Angels afford to pay him? <laughs> All right. And on that note, since we're up against it, let's uh, let's do our... Let's, let's do our... Uh, let's do our... Uh, <laughs> let's do our birthdays and then get out of here. It's good talking to you guys about baseball again. Makes me feel a little bit warmer on this cold uh, Chicago December day. I like your Hawaiian hat. My Hawaiian hat, oh, my Hawaiian salt hat, yep. which I had lost and my dog found for me, as you can tell by the torn up brim. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, Bunk has, uh, she's had a regression in behavior. She <laughs> tore the, t- she tore the tinsel off the tree and now she's pooping silvery poops. <laughs> it's a Christmas so, miracle. So on to, on to birth. Yeah, I hope somebody finds it and thinks it's a found goal. Are you along? <laughs> Mom. So, uh, happy, uh, I, I, I don't have my computer, but I do remember this. Happy 25th birthday to Oscar Macaro. He's been a, a main, uh-huh. a major name in our podcast history. He is 25 years old, got in his first full season with the uh, Indians. He had a below average OPS plus of 96, but he did uh, manage a 2.2 war and 15 home runs. So he was a useful player, Chandler Goodman. 
You did a good two innings in my or two weeks on my uh, fantasy team. I think. Great. Solid. Congratulations to him. Solid. So happy holidays to you, fellas. Um, during the off season, we're going to pop up now and then with a podcast. Hopefully, a little bit more often than we we had a, a, an extended break for all kinds of reasons. But you know, you can expect more than one a month. Hopefully, or one one to let's say three every two months. <laughs> Uh, and so thank you for continuing to follow us and uh, uh, rate and review us as we, as we pop up and uh, tell your friends about us. And uh, we hope you're uh, happy to see us again. We're happy to talk to you again. Go have a good uh, holiday season. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.